That was an interesting intro. Yeah, this might be the period of the show in our um, the annals of Robcast history. Where it's annals, just admit it. Well, for me, it is. It's always annals. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, that, that comes no, off very gay. I'm just <laughs> saying no. I I fall into that group of people who always like mispronounce that word. You can say the annals. sometimes on purpose after we learned the difference. So I was going through so the annals. I kind of, of yeah. So the anal, it's definitely annals when. It comes to the Robcast, sir. So as I do, the angels just had just, had to grammatically or in, incorrectly grammatically uh, cite you. I don't know, man. It's been a long week with we, fucking school. I I'm have, I'm tired. I need to have somebody here. I need to have little a chick here and interview them and work in annals of history. But in a situation where you would say annals of history, and I say, do one of these with the cup in my hand. Yeah, very NPRish. So the annals of history. Wait, do they really like take drinks like that on NPR? I don't yes. listen to NPR. Yeah. I don't why do people listen to NPR? Sipping. Because they're fucking hoity pretentious cockbreeds. <laughs> I mean Fuck them. I'm just saying I've never you know, the, NPR the, offered me a show. The, no, it's a whole different scenario. The wildest I've ever gotten is Michael Savage on like some AM chant I mean AM talk. The Puff Michael Savage? Well, no, it's like Savage Nation or something. Yeah, he's a, he's a it comes on late as fuck on AM radio. I haven't listened to it in years. He might be dead. Yes, he was Michael Savage. I could have sworn his name was Michael Savage. I just know the name of the radio show is Savage Nation. You sure it wasn't Randy Savage? No, it wasn't. I okay, wish yeah. it was fucking Randy Savage talking about. Dude, he's old as fuck. Yeah. He's uh seventy two. I just remember there was a, there one particular night. It was almost two a.m. Yeah. I was pulling up to the Wendy's because I was starving, and uh, had the radio on, and it's Michael Savage, and he's screaming about, you know, I'm doing this so you don't have to. The Jew, talking about Jewish people. You know what the thing with the Jews? What well, just didn't make any sense. He's very. I don't know what wing he is. He's, he's a conservative lunatic. Conservative activism, uh, radio show activist. He. Yes, but dude, him. you have to understand. He is insane. Like on the level of if Rush Limbaugh, uh, fucked. What's his name? Um, Hannity. Mike. Is it? Oh, is yes. it Michael Hannity? Yes, I can't fuck with that guy. Yeah, if those two fucked each other and had a child, and then disowned it and told it every day that they were not proud of it and just they would never live up to their expectation it would be michael savage man that's what that kid grew up to be the white people words here's a, here's a word that they use words like, white well, people words um I'm, I'm reading about michael savage um michael on savage de- words de- december 12 2011 he offered presidential candidate new gingrich one million dollars to withdraw from the presidential contest he stated that only mitt romney had a chance to beat um, barack obama a man who he regards as and here's the word quasi pseudo crypto marxist you fucking what how many uh sir insults yeah. can you attach to a single word how many prefixes <laughs> there you go prefixes you fuck prefix words that's like those those it's like he just described that Marxism the same way that fuckers describe art. That's a neo-contemporous, interpretive... <laughs> I, um, I still want to go to the Visionary Arts Museum and act like a total hipster doing that. Let's go. Dude. We'll bring a camera. I think we've we'll talked... Have it. we talked about that before? We've not. We didn't? I could have sworn so. we talked about this. Maybe it happened on the 420 show. I don't remember a lot we from that episode. Very high. That, that was a great episode. Too bad I don't remember. <laughs> but no, I want to go to the Visionary Arts Museum and act like a tool. Like, go to each piece... With somebody who's just about, you know, going there and just be like, all right, well, what does this piece say to you? And with every piece, it would just be an iteration of this phrase. It'd be like, okay, Rob, what, what, what does this piece say to you? It'd be like, hmm, uh, it says to me, I would really like to do some heroin. <laughs> because it's just all addict art. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but... You did, I do remember you mentioned See, at least that. in my contemporary neoclassical modernism, uh, prickishness of how much I enjoy art, I like... <laughs> if I uh, if I can flex my uh, hipster muscle for a second, what was your Hamden name? <laughs> I prefer more classical style art over the uh, impressionism that va- that vagrants and drug addicts from homeless shelters like to give us. I, I would say something akin to this. Just reminds me 
a lot of the early works, you know, color by numbers, uh, draw within the lines. <laughs> you start just saying random yeah. fuckery. Here's another one for you if we came across like a sculpture. I would love to see crack <laughs> addict sculptures. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just, what, what, is this, what does this piece say to you, Dan? It says... I could have sucked 17 dicks today and gotten a crack rock, but instead, I did this. Like, that's what this, you know, come so, on. So, Rob, what does this, this piece say to you? It's a very moving piece. Yeah, it, it is a moving piece. It um, tells me and reminds me to tie off when I'm shooting heroin into my soul. Man, yeah, no, it's just, I mean, but seriously, I like that more we got a classical type of, I like the, the I like art in its regular fucking format. I don't need drug addicts doing shit like, and calling it art. Mm. You know what I mean? That's, I, I, yes, addicts can be art. I'm not saying okay. addicts can't be artists. But artists who are addicts But this addicts is, we're artists. talking about a museum in Baltimore City that is devoted to doing addict art. So you can kind of sense what you're going to get. You know what we, I mean? We, I've never been there, so th I'm prejudging. I'm going to do the white thing. We're going to go. We're going to go. We need to do this. We okay. need to have an MTR outing. But this is what we have to do. An MT outing. Like, you, we can't merge You bailed on me in a mustache idea. You see, I don't have a mustache anymore. Dude, I can't do the mustache, man. But I look like a gay porn star. You have with this one. The, yeah, we can totally do this. No, I'm no, about doing this. It's I'm summer. Adding, I'm adding this caveat to it, though. Yo. Oh, God. Yeah. We have to go full troll. Okay, how do we go full troll? How do we Donald Glover this? This is I ask myself that on a daily basis. How do I Donald Glover this? Okay, we have to wear... See, this is going to be difficult. We have to almost match. But this is what we have to I wear. I think we could, we, could, we could probably do this. This is what we have to wear, though. Okay. The French hat. Nope. <laughs> you immediate... Nope. Let me finish. Nope. Let me finish. It will be funny. Nope. We can go sans French hat. But let me finish. Nope. Black sweater. Uh, it's summer, dude. I know. No. Oh wait, <laughs> dude. What about like the kind of Mister Rogers kind of sheer? Uh, let's go on like kind of a windy day, so we can justify wearing these really thin. I've got two. Mine. Well, one well, of mine well, on you would look ridiculous. Like, it's too. You're gonna look like fucking bruh man in this fucking sweater, dude. And I've got a I've got a gray one. That'll be the one you wear, the gray one. Gray and I've got an electric blue one that makes me look like Mr. Rogers took acid. Dude, regardless, I think we have to go in and troll. I, immediately in my head came the whole fucking beatnik thing. Oh no, I already got it, dude. I'm wearing this T-shirt right here, and I'm going to um, I'm gonna wear the blue. I'll wear the blue sweater. I'm gonna wear the gray sweater somehow, and the the shirt with all the skeletons fucking. That works. Just troll in there. But we have to have something that kind of says it's a wink that it's a troll, but also that these could be real art lovers. That's why I wanted to go with the beat. Scarf. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one I'm thing. going scarf. Yeah. You can go hat. I personally... I'm going scarf. I'm going scarf. Oh, okay, we both do scarf. Because the hat's a beret, and I just can't fuck with berets. Oh, man. This is going to be ridiculous. Because I saw, like, did you see the pictures of, like, Ian McKellen and uh, Patrick Stewart as they just go on that bromance? That yes. Like, I've seen I, those. I want to do something like that. That, that yeah, that is. Like just wear regular shit. Oh bowlers. my god! Oh, there, no, there has to be a way that we can do like a Lois and Clark troll. <laughs> Uh, you know, like it, this is our eat, pray, love. We're gonna Ian McKellar and Patrick Stewart. You know what, what is theirs? Uh, footy, footy, drink, eat, or no, <laughs> footy, drink, bangers. That's what we'll call it. We've got soccer. Yeah. We've got drinks, and then we'll get bangers. We'll get bangers and mash. Rob loves mash. Footy drink bangers. Mm. That can, we can make that happen. Yeah. That has to be a, a whole fucking I'm gonna thing. I'm going to write the, my, my vlog. <laughs> or no, it's a blog. A, a, a blog a blog book, right? A blog. What is that, a fucking uh, Bob's Burgers? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a nod to Bob's Burgers. Fucking, uh, I think I want to talk to Yolanda. Because mm. she wants to film a day in her life. Uh, and we just troll shit for a day. Oh, man. <laughs> no we can just do the trolling though no but that's what i'm saying like filming like if it's a day in the life like it's a like it's sort of like a documentary we could come up with our own random troll like it's just like it's a script like you know what i'm talking about i remember there being like way back in the early days maybe not early days but like say season five i say i want to go as far as that with like south park mm -hmm. where they did a um 
it was like you know an all day uh, marathon where they talked to Trey and Matt in yeah. and out, or it might have even been a documentary. But they're in like a hot tub, yeah. discussing like, oh yes, Comedy Central doing yeah. this and South Park that. But they got the the wine in their hands, or it's like champagne or something. Yeah. The whole idea of doing a troll documentary or like a troll day in the life intrigues me. So this could be really, this could work. This could I work. I think it would be fucking hilarious. It could be good. It could be really good. Because like, in some ways, if you're doing a troll, it takes away from shit that already exists as far as like with what um, the Eric Andre show does, Loiter Squad. and Loiter Squad. Also, it provides the opportunity that just working with and actually filming something that we crafted lends itself to the idea of doing a web series. I mean... You already start putting it in place. You yeah. use that as a backdoor pilot. Damn. Yeah. Damn, I used the most out of my Gotta call Yolanda, man. Call her! She's a call away. We just have to fucking come up with a date and exactly what we want to do. Because literally, mm-hmm. if we, for something like that, I'm thinking, it, I think we could do 15 minutes. Just a, just a footage that we've edited that down. That could work. And we can shoot. You At know, the most, we could do 20. So it's 10 and 10. Or we could do 5, 5. And then the last 10 is like... Um, like just stuff that's both of us together you know what I mean uh, well I'm thinking more so from the trolling aspect or <laughs> see now I'm thinking more like Eric, uh, Tim and Eric and I don't want to do that because I honestly just don't I like some of their comedy but mo- overall I just really dislike their, their shit Tom Goes to the Mirror is the only thing I was all about yeah. um, but like I don't know and all, well I have to give it to him because without them we wouldn't have uh, Steve Brule Really? You've never seen Check It Out with Dr. Steve Brule? I've seen the commercials. I'm Dude, no. Tom, no. What's his face? Uh, what's his name? Tom C. Riley? Billy yeah, C. Riley? Yeah, yeah. Tom C. Yeah, Is C. it Riley. Tom C. Riley? John no, C. John, yeah, John C. Riley. I mean, it's just awesome to have him in a in a reoccurring format, you know, because he hasn't really put out a movie lately, has he? Yeah, it's been a while. I still need to get Walk Hard on DVD, man. I think I have Walk I'm Hard. I'm trying to get that on Blu-ray, son. I think it's Blu-ray to be exact. Oh, can I please borrow that I'll, and like, I'll never it return it that, like well. I did with Skyfall <laughs> and District 13? I need to holler some fuckers. There's some DVDs of mine out there. Yeah, I definitely... I do keep meaning to bring those back. It is fine, dude. I know where you live. Yeah, you kind of do. It's um, just a bus ride away, really, when you think about it. It's like Uber away. I gotta get there quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm fucking... Um, you mentioned movies, so I guess we'll use that as the segue point. Um, but yeah, back. But we'll talk more about. Yes, the, we need to talk. Of. We yeah, we need to yeah. This is off off mic. Um, you ever know them feds be listening too? They ain't just watching. I've been fresh as hell when the feds listen. Nah, nah. It's nah, nah. two chainsaw. They, see, I know that, but I'm saying I'm you, gonna be fresh when the feds hell. listen. You can't really. Now I can just talk about how good my clothes like, man, I'm wearing this Versace Gucci. I'm wearing this Gusachi. Gusachi. Oh, man, the idea that, like, a whole, like, you know, the drug Gusachi, culture. Gusachi, Gusachi, No, oh, God. That's, that's not the way you do it, Drakey. That's not going to sell records. Yeah. Now you're living in a fantasy land. That's really funny. Um, And I don't want it to be bad grandpa so we'll we'll work on that. No, no, God, no. We're not that type of comedians. Well, I mean, it would be kind of interesting to get into that line of work, but nah, I'm not that type of comedian. I, like, you'll be clearly the bad grandpa kind of character. I guess I'll be your um, Riri grandson that's, like, got a developmental disorder. Well, I mean, if anyone out of our, our <sighs> clique has a, a... If anyone has the old man voice down, it's it's your, it's your grandpa Bippy. <laughs> um, Come on now. But movies. You ever watch a movie and kind of, you see it as a kid, and you don't really need to see it again, but you take a look again just because you're an adult, you're like, all right, let me just see where my mind is at and like conceptualizing this film. You ever do that or no? Say that again. I'm a little uh, stoned, so I totally like zoned out and didn't hear a damn <laughs> thing you just said. You ever watch a movie as a kid, and you see it like on Netflix, or you see it in a store, you're like, I remember seeing that. And for whatever reason, you get that urge to watch it again? Yes. I did that recently with a movie I didn't appreciate as a kid, and now, like, I'm not saying it's so much better as an adult, but mm-hmm. I understand shit differently. Which movie? It was fucking uh, Donnie Darko. 
You count that movie as when you were a kid? I was 14. Really? It came out 2000. Were we that young when that came? Damn, we were that young. No, it came out 2000. I was 15 when I saw it. Shit. Jake Gyllenhaal's 34 now, dude. So that just goes to show you. <laughs> and Maggie Gyllenhaal was actually hot in that movie. I was like, yo. She, was she, she had brief moments of, of hotness. Not Rachel Dawes' hotness. <laughs> mm, no. But she had, she, and she had like the, uh, the fucking hoish thing going on because it was the 80s in the movie. Yeah, man. So I was like, put that leather jacket around my dick. Suck it. <laughs> Treat my dick like a tough guy. I'm yeah. all listening to Tears for Fears. Do you think that's how the Donnie Darko porn opens? It's like his sister. Um, yeah, like it's like it just opens and they're about ready to fuck. They're about ready to fuck. And like that's the foreplay music. He's like, something happens head over heels. And now the dick is going straight in your mouth. That's not how the song goes. They don't have a backup on that. You gotta throw it in there. <laughs> you gotta not get sued. Well, yeah, we can't be, we can't directly cover it because then we'll get sued but and be the, called biters. After they come, does it say, relax, don't do it <laughs> if you wanna go? Who, okay, wait. I had this fucking shit stuck in my head the other day. Who's the band that sings Shake It Up? Is that Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Shake it up. It's so Shake it up. Now I'm saying like that's, that's the song. That's the voice. That's the voice I use when I sing certain '80s festive like type tunes that you just dance and shake your ass to, but not like vigorously, like you're like, like dirty you're dancing. No, you just kind of mm. yeah. You just kind of mm. just mm. yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. I'm gonna look up that shake it up song because I need to know who that is. Because shake it up. I want to say it's Frankie Goes to it's Hollywood, the but I could the Cars. Yeah, I thought that was Frankie. That dude's face is ridiculous. It should be Frankie. Tell me my mic is turned on. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's turn, turned upside turn. down. Okay, good. Good looking out, son. Good looking <laughs> out. Good looking out. So I ended up watching Donnie Darko, um, and I didn't appreciate it, even like acknowledge it as a movie when I was 15. I was like, what the fuck is this shit I'm watching? And now, kind of knowing shit and knowing what the movie was about more so, I'm like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Like, it's about fucking... It's weird. This weekend, I ended up watching two films which are in kind of the same genre. People having fucked up heads. Like, I need to watch Inception and fucking Shutter Island to complete the quadrilogy. Ah, oh, dude, I haven't watched Inception since I was coming home from the Dominican. Need something to do for fucking four or five hours, man. Fucking Inception takes up at least two and a half of those hours. Can't treat my dick like a circus, so. I mean, you could if you went to the bathroom it's a on a three plane, ring circus. but that's kind of weird. That means ladies. Well, let's, had, let's get back to I the three subject at hand. Ladies. Oh. Ew. That's that just a three ring circus. That's just, that's just I gotta finish uh, a bit. overkill. It's like, you might as well just put a rubber band around your dick and call it a day, man. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, don't, don't do that because it hurts. I thought about Holly. I was watching um, Hemlock Grove, and the dude was talking about how you do a. Uh, castration i've been told i need to get into that show really there's werewolves it is but it's uh, Eh, the writing isn't that strong and the acting is mixed at times Mm. people a lot of people hate it. it's a very divisive show and i'm i mean i i want to check it out just because i was told it's got werewolves the werewolf changes your love and wasn't eli roth attached to this vehicle he's the executive producer and he directed part of the first season Okay, well, I'll at least give it a chance. Because I, I want to give it a chance just based on the fact that werewolves in are in it. It's a mongoloid in it, too. There's a mongoloid? <laughs> yes. She looks like... It's his sister. She looks like Sloth. Oh, oh now you compared it and to the has, wrong thing. But in the second season, she has the fucking fucking Davy Havoc swoop to the side and shit. Get that out. Nope, you you lost me. She had, She was completely bald the first uh, season. Nope, you lost me. It. Here's the kicker, though. Done, so. She's played by a tranny. Done. In the first season, I am done. Like, nope. Now it, I'm not. It's two people that nope. play. It's two people that play her. One of them's a real girl, but she's supposed to be like a lurch. A so lurch. It's a woman. Well, male to woman that's six eight. So they use her in that role for like placement shots, but up close and talking shots is the girl. So they it's like saying, well, Dan's nine feet tall and a black man from distance, but in close he's white as the day is long. So it's like using me as your fucking distance avatar and shit. But to the Donnie Darko. So I'm watching it and watch Sucker Punch. I'm like, okay, there's something I missed in both of these. And what is it? 
and I just started looking up conspiracies. Oh, you watched Sucker Punch too? That movie sucked. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it sucked. It wasn't that bad. It sucked. I just kept when I okay. You tell me why. What was your biggest issue? My my biggest issue is for one. Uh, okay. Refresh me for <laughs> refresh, refresh me, me memory. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, that the whole thing ended up like the whole thing. It the was, whole it was a bit of a troll thing. I'll say that was imaginary in somebody's head. That's like I mean I'm kind of tired you're of that a, vehicle. You're in a, you're period. In a mental institute. So like as I as I. <laughs> Oh no, I say that I say that as I'm writing this new thing I just started working on. Uh I interjected you in it too a little bit. Good well, shit. there's a character that's modeled after you. You have your own shop, but Good more shit. more on that later. Um No, just the whole thing where it was like, okay, so this girl is being put into an asylum and they're being forced to dance, and whenever she dances, she goes into this apocalyptic war, and then it comes out, and they got to escape this asylum, but it turns out the asylum and everything was in her mind, and whatever happened, happened to her, and she's actually whatever now, and yeah. it's like, how many, how many degrees of separation are we from reality to the point where it's like, I, I don't know. Inception was easier to follow than that fucking movie because every, like, ten minutes when it gave you real dialogue and honest, like, shit, mm-hmm. like, story that wasn't special effects and, yeah. like, chicks in hot flapper army girl outfits. Strong. Uh it just it lost me every because it was like, oh, it's like, where's this story going? Oh, look, they're fighting things. This is so cool. Wait, every but here's me. When I was in the theater, I wasn't hating on it that hard. That was, this is many, many conversations later I feel this way. My first initial take, I was like, you know, instead of seeing the apocalyptic war zone, like that's where she goes when she dances, I want to see how she dances. Because in my mind... She's doing a German I was shit. yeah. She's doing the Charleston or some stupid <laughs> like that one uh, commercial for no wire, no yeah. wires for your cable. She's like a marionette. Yeah, where the marionette's kind of doing that like that weird dance for her husband. Like I was like, her dancing is going to be mean? terrible. There's no strings attached. <laughs> like I just imagined that there was a comedy troupe out there that made a skit that involved that, yeah. where she just dances all stupid and then it goes back to the film and they're like. My God, that was so hot and so breathtaking and so Machiavellian. Because wasn't that well, was just like every time like shit. they came back into the story, they were all like, "That was the best dancing we've ever seen." You're gonna be our star whore. They turned to old Jews and shit. I'm just yeah, <laughs> old yeah, yeah. Hollywood Jews. That's gonna get us the money. That's gonna put the seats in the asses there. <laughs> that's gonna put them in the air. That's that's yeah. That's what we're looking for, Rocket. Well, what what I took from it, um, and, and part of this was. When I, my, when I first saw it, I felt it was missing something. I, it was sh- it, it, it was missing it, uh, a point. But here's the thing. Entirely. As the, a whole the, the, film. The point being, why film, was this made? As a whole film, I take outside of the whole writer's scope. But as a whole film, it looked good. The acting wasn't terrible. And it was shot for as much CGI it was in it. It was shot under... I just remember walking out of that theater going... This is what took Zack Snyder over a decade? That is what took him over a decade? Come on. The whole movie in... We had CGI like that 10 years ago, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was on its way. It was so on its way to being what it is now. It, it just, they, we had it. We had it. Maybe he didn't have enough money. You know, go figure. The dude had to do what he had to do to, to do his vision. And that's his vision, and I respect that. But as a fan... Mm, As no. a fan, and when I again when I watched it the first I res- time, I, I respect the man's vision. I, I just don't feeling that I missed <laughs> part of what was there. Like there was something there, and this is like a couple years ago, so it's not as old as my perception. Looking at Donnie Darko, I was like, all right, I'm not just going to completely deny this film because I didn't quite get it. Then when I got, I was like, okay, I get it now. It's two layers. And everything is told from fucking uh, Sweet Pea's perspective, not necessarily Baby Doll, which everyone was complaining about. Like, what the fuck? And he said it's a mental institution, so you got to take into account that in the very beginning of the movie, when Baby Doll comes in there and she kind of looks over at Sweet Pea and never really explain anything, when she's sitting on the bed, it's like, yeah, that's her wanting to be her true self. And he said the whole movie is about psychology. And there is instances when, like, 
Gor- Gorski, fucking Carla Gugino's character, was like, right, um, Sweet Pea, are you here? Where are you right now? And said, all of this was figments of her imagination. That's why she's the one that survived. And I was like, all right, now, having that there, kind of getting that piece, I better understand it, and I'm not really as tight about it as when I saw it, pretty much it's being purported that, yo, fucking sweet uh, baby dolls, they're, they're shit, the whole fucking person. But in reality how we kind of do in our minds and shit when you're fucking like going through therapy or what have you you're like oh all right this is who i used to be this is one part of my uh, my uh psyche one part of my personality and this is who i am and it was just the message i think at the end of it's just like yo you can't be this very hopeful person because each person that was each one of the women they were like different facets of her personality you can't be hopeful like blondie or fucking persevere like amber you have to be yourself. You have to be true to yourself. And just reading in the whole conspiracy and the conceptual stuff behind us, like, all right, I can accept that a little bit better. Which got me to the idea of looking at uh, mind-blowing fan theories from films. Um, I'm going to go over some of the big ones, ones that we've seen, because some of these are just stinkers. <laughs> Good for you. One thing that bugged me about the 89 Batman now that was the Adam West, like the no. League of. Mm-mm. Oh wait, oh no, Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that bugged me about that, and it's something simple. You're probably gonna just completely dismiss it, but uh, fan theory: the Joker didn't kill Bruce Wayne's parents. The um, Bruce simply projects that onto every criminal he faces. Well, that's a good. Uh, see, I kind of like that just because it would add. There, the there's a layer. Well, there's a layer of storytelling there that could go even deeper than like I'm going to find him. There is a real face. Yeah. Um, because then you know Batman is fighting this never-ending crusade that he's never gonna win because it he will never find that guy. Or you could bring it to its penultimate ending where he does find him. Uh, it's, it's him behind a mask. Well, I mean they they <laughs> sort of. Well, no, they never. I see. I don't. I've never read enough old Joe Batman. Chill. Well, yeah, Crying like they, they had Joe Chill, then they <laughs> didn't have Joe Chill, then they retconned it so that Joe Chill was the killer again. Um, they've done all sorts of stuff you know with what? it. We but I, that it, I like that idea. There should be a rapper named Joe Chill, by the way. There, isn't there a rapper named Joe Chill? So. I'm fairly certain there's some dude out in the States right now called Joe Chill. I'm gonna take Guarantee it. you I'm there's take some it. dude. Trilla Frost, then. How about that? works too um the thing you've seen the thing right oh god love that movie okay fan theory and this is a simple one because i kind of got it i was watching the movie i was like that's obvious yeah um the bottle that kurt russell offered david keith towards the end of the thing is actually one of the molotov cocktails that he was chugging around earlier so that he was drinking that pretty much the, the theory there is that David Keyes, the like the blackouts at the end of the movie, is the fucking thing the entire time. And I was like, I kind of got that. But I was sitting there, I was like, yo, he's the fucking thing. Kill this motherfucker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cut his head off. You bring me the head. Minority and I Report. never looked at that. I, ne- I didn't like that movie. Uh, Aladdin. Oh, let's hear it. It's two theories on Aladdin, actually. Oh, let's hear it. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, the story behind Aladdin is actually a load of old cobblers dreamed up by a merchant at the beginning of the movie, and he's just trying to sell some old tit um, by writing an interesting story. So Aladdin's just, it's a whole horseshit story. Like, it's a guy selling, and he's using the story of Aladdin to fucking I mean, deceive these people. Yeah, that, 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 But I the mean, story within the story thing is one of those. Like, the whole thing, I mean, yeah, it could have just been some random story he was doing. That's the, yeah, the second, I mean. The second theory is really interesting now. Uh, okay, let's hear the second tongue one. by the genie. We know Aladdin is set sometime in the future. That's actually set in the film. Um, where <sighs> Ar- Arabah is a dominant global power now. So they have weapons of. Destruction. So the genie's a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> he might be. And what Jafar? Just so Jafar turning Jizfar. into like the giant snake, and then the ju- Jizfar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh no, thank you. Yes, sir. I don't I want right. any part of that porno. Jizfar. Speaking of porno, real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, earlier this week, I was uh, perusing, perusing Red Tube. I was perusing with your penis. Uh, yes. 
You know, I let my dick do the clicking. Um, <laughs> Put my dick on a keyboard. It's long enough. Uh, and I found the American Mine's Dad porn. Wide enough. <laughs> that makes no sense. It hits the entire fucking <laughs> number key. Crush. It just slam. It's like the juggernaut when he's trying to be ginger, gi- like a ginger touch on something. He just ends up crushing it anyway. My dick is a little green, so I'll call it the Hulk. That works. Also, you should get that checked out. <laughs> but no, it's like I found the American Dad porn. And it's terrible. Well, it's like, you know, you kind of got to give it to... The head, they said it looks like Benedict Cumberbatch, which is fucked up. Well, it's just like, you got to <laughs> give it to porn studios these days, still trying to put scripts to porn. Because quite scripts frankly... To porn. No, there are, dude. There are scripts. They do those big budget bullshit movies. I mean, look at Vivid and the entire superhero line that's come out. We every need super to write a, su- look, a, p- a porno. Every, to super, a every superhero movie that's come out so far has gotten a porno... And I'm just waiting for Days of Future Past to get theirs. I'm betting it's going to be called Days of Future Ass. Days of Future's Ass. Yeah, it's gonna. That's what it's going to be called. You know it's, it. It's just going to be Colossus getting boned by Wolverine. Dude, I'm just, I'm just excited for the prospect that someone's going to dress in an all like silver aluminum looking suit and fuck like, <sighs> like there's going to be like an orgy with sentinels and the sentinels are going to just yeah like I'm kind of stoked. See, this is why I think I should write porn. Just because I could bring a little more weird into this world. I saw I saw one of the weirder pornos with a porn star I like. Yeah. Uh, Skin Diamond. <laughs> Never heard of her. That's alternative black chick. Uh, covered in tats. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm about it, but I'm just saying that sounds like to to coin a word from the younger generation. She's Emma Frost. <sighs> There you go. To coin, to like I said, to coin a word, to coin a word from the younger generation, yeah. the younger kids, that sounds like some. <laughs> I can't. I can't some get ratchet it. Shit. No, it just sounds like the most ratchety stripper you've yeah. ever heard of in the most seedy, like grizzled, dark area <laughs> of a strip, like the most, like the grimiest strip club in the seediest area of a town she, ever. She's a pretty. She's a pretty girl. Yeah. She's pretty Ladies cool. and gentlemen, give it up for Skin, skin Diamond that's coming to the stage. <laughs> well, I have like white porn star fucking name is like Amber or Becky Lynn or some shit. I'm like, yo, what? Skin Diamond, like- I mean, that just, if I met a girl named Skin Diamond, I would assume I'm going to put it everywhere yeah, on true. the first date. Like oh. every, your name is Skin Diamond? Oh, oh, I'm definitely getting some dick as soon as I pay for this meal. Getting some Surely. Dick. Getting some dick. Wow, I am. <laughs> I am super stoned. Like I can't control my words today. I'm giving the dick is what I meant to say. Damn. Wow. But yeah, I agree with that. Like Damn. I am going to go ham and cheese on everything, and I'm not going to put it everywhere. I'm going to leave it everywhere. Yeah, that makes more sense. Right. Look, just let me sit in my embarrassment for a minute. I don't want to talk. You know about the Dark Knight Rises, that whole thing, that fucking, he's just a projection. Who gives a fuck about Dark Knight Rises, dude? dude that movie. we're just covering the movie. I understand, but I will, whenever that movie comes up in conversation, I will always take the same stance. Titanic, Sh- We'll move past it. Titanic, That, uh, Jack never existed. Then who painted, who drew her naked? That was all her fucked up psyche projecting everything. Because she couldn't deal. She with She was fact. okay. So she was naked in a storage room. Who sh- who did she fuck? Like this. This is the old. Remember the old. Who did she fuck in that trolley car? Remember the old lady is telling all this shit in her head. So yeah. once she's yeah, old as she... fuck and she's depressed because her husband. I'm left so her. lonely, and I my cat mittens died last month. So I thought that I could just join a boat full of people it's, and tell a wide-eyed story that I pulled out now. of my ass. Uh, Doc Brown and Back to the Future. Oh, let's hear. Suicide. Uh, what? That's what his purpose. He was, and I kind of got that when I watched. It, I was like, yeah, he's not there to like do an experiment. He's there to die. <laughs> let's hear this, cause I just let's Doc hear Brown's it. attempting to commit suicide when he tests out the DeLorean. He states in previous experiments have been failures, then proceeds to stand out in front of a speeding car, guaranteeing his own de- death in his latest attempt to stay true to. Fall. No, it's because he knew it was gonna work. He knew it was gonna work. Okay. He had gotten. He's a scientist. Look Scientists how, how are like an uh, uh, like a teeth wrong sometimes and doc brown is the doc brown is amongst the hall of fame of like you know scientists that we should look towards when we want to be better than what we are right now 
I Doc guess. Brown over Doc Rivers, though, all day. Over who? Doc Rivers, basketball coach. <laughs> um, Doc, Doc Brown over Doc Martens. But I'm bumped. Um, take a, I'm taking it to a movie from 1987 when you were 10 and I was 2. Yo, fuck off. I was <laughs> three. 3. Robocop. Oh, uh, Robocop. The fan theory is, this, this is you're going to completely reject Let's this. Let's hear it. But Robocop was Jesus. Although a pretty violent one, but died, rose. I'm, okay, look. <laughs> if like I this. went to church on Sunday and the altar boys proceeded out with their incense and the priest is walking behind him and what I heard was, you know what? I probably would get into church a little bit more, but... It's like in the book of Clarence Bodica. See, that kind of... But see, that... I mean, the overall story was about, you know, is he man or machine? And um, but but like based on those facts that he died and rose from the dead. No, that's no. Kind of died. No, no. And he was betrayed. He was led there. No, that was he wasn't betrayed. He actually got he got murdered by some guy he was trying to apprehend. He got murdered by and then guys. he found out later <laughs> that they were all tied to the people that had that OCP that that made him. So he wanted to bring him to justice. And that's when you find out about the protocol. And because he tried to kill the guy from OCP, that's why the cops were there. And there was only like three people who didn't want to fucking fire on him because they were like his boys or whatever. Dude, how brutal was the beginning of that fucking movie? That movie, dude, I was five when I saw that movie. When I saw, what was his name? Peter Willard? Peter Peter Lellard? Peter Weller. Peter Weller get blown away, man. My life was changed. Dude, the second I saw Clarence Boddicker get that spike, I was like, that's, I mean, this is, yeah. You could be like a mill. <laughs> Car. Oh, man. Or the black, I want to be like the black guy. Like, I know that stereotypical black guy, but he was like, <laughs> with the gun. Uh, yeah, I loved him, dude. And the dude, um, his name is Ray Wise. He had like the fucking pompadour yeah, thing. Yeah, dude. He always plays the double somehow. I, and see, that was my favorite thing because. Like, I saw that movie so many times as a kid, and then, like, as I got older, and I know... What was his name? Ray Wise? Or? Ray Wise. Yeah. Like, I've seen him in different things, and I've come to like him for so many different roles. I went back to that movie like, a couple... <gasps> yeah. The last time I saw it on TV, I was like, holy fucking shit, it's the devil from Reaper, yeah. and it's Robin's dad on How I Met Your Mother, you know? Like, holy shit, I love this guy. I, I'm not gonna front. This is a little known fact about me. I had a huge boner for fucking uh nancy allen yeah his partner yeah i don't know i think little white girls have done i'm gonna tell you yeah i mean yeah white girls yeah. ghostbusters your year uh, let's hear it uh pretty much just you know how they kept saying in there don't cross the streams yeah Cross streams, everyone dies and the fucking world like implodes because they're nuclear reactors. Well, it's a. It was because they didn't know what would happen. If anything, it would explode the, the building they, they were theories in. Yeah, fans. theories. It's like it, they're just coming up with theories that were stated in the fucking movie. Like that's not a theory. That was in the fucking movie, you dipshits. Mm. Like that's dumb. Yes, we're gonna. Oh come on, fan theory, my ass. That um, was in the Inception. movie. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, Cobb's totem isn't actually the spinning top. Which I think they said it was his wife's totem the entire time. Yeah, his, his totem is actually. You his find wedding out ring. that it was hers. Yeah. You never find out what his what. Well, actually, his, you know what? That makes ring. sense because they only show it once in the opening of the movie. Because they said when he takes it off, is that he's in the real world? When it's yeah, born, he's in his, which is a is a valid one. Then it's valid. But I'm saying what I'm saying is, oh damn, that is a really good one because I honestly, because I never looked at it like, oh well, what was his totem? Damn. That you just blew my mind, man. Um, Fight Club, and, and again, some of them. Let's to... let's hear it because I'm sure it's another thing that was obviously stated in the movie. The number... what, what periodical are you getting this? This is from? off Total Film. Total Film. British. Uh, oh, okay. British uh, magazine of note. Oh lord. Um, Tyler and well, the narrator and Tyler actually distorted versions of Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, how? fucking what's name is an imagination uh, Hobbes is okay we can say the same thing for um uh oh well we can contrast and compare it to that movie uh Drop Dead Fred we could Strong. compare it to what other Beetlejuice um well no 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 Beetlejuice was real he haunted the dead are real nah. um 
I'm, no, not that's just re- dumb. I'm not here to refute that's these just other dumb. People. Name some other name some other things that involved an imaginary person talking to a real person. Uh, Donnie Darko. Talking Donnie about Darko, The Sixth Sense. Well, Frank um, yeah, they have that on there. You know, the whole uh, Mel Gibson Jesus movie. Uh, <laughs> Passion of Christ. Yes, that one. Look, if they're going to well, say, say that. Apocalypse if they're going to say. Yeah, there you go. That's a strong movie. If they say The Last Man of Hamancha, I watched that one. That one was stupid. Okay, Pulp Fiction. I mean, no, no, not Pulp Fiction. That's later in the list. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Let's hear it. The bank heist that um, they're in, it happens at the same time uh, that Vincent and Jules are driving around on Pulp Fiction, so they're concurrent stories. That's all. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, that works, but isn't, like, do they... Because they're brothers, fucking um, the Vega brothers. There. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is, was there, a, a, uh, what was the timeline Pulp Fiction? Because I can't remember, I don't really remember any of that movie. It's been that long. 92 in Pulp Fiction. Well, no, I mean, the, the pe- like, the time period in the movie. What do you, like... For like, Pulp Fiction... Like, early 90s? As far as, like, when it was set, or... Yeah, like, what was the setting? I think, like, early 90s in And California. what was the setting for Reservoir Dogs? I thought I, that was, like, the end of the 80s. Could have been early 90s. Could have been. We don't know. I don't think they said in the movie. That's that's what I'm saying. I can't... I don't think it was really... No, it was... I, I don't know, man. I can't remember. I know I've seen Reservoir Dogs sooner than I've seen Pulp Fiction, though. I saw Pulp Fiction before Reservoir Dogs. Well, no, I'm saying in the... Because I've already seen both those movies a, f- a few times, but in you know when it comes on TV, the last time I had absolutely nothing to do and except complain for two hours about how a movie gets edited... Fucking hell. It was Reservoir Dogs. Little, and RoboCop. Little Brown... Little Greenback. We all gotta walk out of a diner with sweatsuits on. Sweatsuits? I want to wear a suit. Come okay, on, black okay, and white. Okay, one of us has to wear a sweatsuit. I'm Mr. Black. Yes, I'm Mr. Orange. You can be Mr. Orange. Uh. No, ew. I see what you're doing there. Fuck you. I'm Mr. Blue then. If you're Mr. Orange. Why is that? What do you, what do you mean? No reason. I wasn't being. I wasn't being an asshole there. No reason. Fuck you. Never, nah, I just got it. Never forget. <laughs> High school. <laughs> never forget. We may be, we may be thick as thieves. Okay, homies, I want to move on because I'm not going to go and show. But just remember, just, rape. just remember. Um, no country for old men. Like you motherfucking knight. No, stop acting like we're not going to address this again. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Actually, you fucker. I was, I was talking to Yolanda. I was like, yo, we should, so if we did go to a high school reunion, mm-hmm. we should do a whole episode just talking about high school shit. And we talked about it for like two you hours. You should do that. And she was like, you know people going to find out. And fucking you should them. fucking do that then. Fuck them. Because it, it was one dude I said who's neck, and everyone knows it, it looks like a crunch bar. It's always <laughs> like a crunch bar. See, that's the thing. It's like the people you're cool with, the people you want to see, that'll be cool. All the dipshits, though, come on, man. My 10-year reunion was not nearly as big as it should have been. We didn't have as many of the dipshits as we should have. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kill Bill 2. Didn't see it. I, did, I ignored Kill Bill. I just I had no desire. No desire! Well, one of the things that was in there, um, and it's, it's an homage to all this old chop socket shit. Oh, so an homage, you say? Okay. You have to look at it like tongue-in-cheek. and Because my first experience with it, like I love both movies. The first one's better than the second one. But my uh, dad and brother, they were watching it. They used to have the thing about taking my DVDs and watching them before I watched them. <laughs> like, I would buy them, put them on a the table, and next thing you know, they're in there. I'm like, oh, well... Because I like to watch my movies yeah. by myself. Yeah. By myself. And I just remember hearing my father, they got on blast. Man, this shit whack as fuck, man. It's all <laughs> fake. I was like, yo, this fucking wire work. <laughs> it's all fake. Like, it's wire work. <laughs> You're dead, man. It's wire He's work. He's hilarious. Like, why don't you understand wire work? So they make a reference to a five point uh, technique and shit, a um, five point palm technique. <laughs> Oh, I just can't, I'm sorry. I know you want to continue about Kill Bill, but I just cannot get the idea of your dad ripping on Kill Bill out of my head. And the crazy shit is, he's the one that got me into those movies as a kid. So it's like, yo, you, everything I've learned. That's just hilarious. <laughs> I know it's our fathers, man. The fathers really do introduce you to that first uh, bit of, uh, one, you know, ultra violence and, yeah, fun. Fun in movies. Shit that's not just Disney or um, fucking, what's your name? 
who that one woman who played all the nannies, the bed knobs and broomsticks? Yeah, that woman. Who's that woman? Mary Poppins. No, the woman. Her real, the real woman. Julie Newmar. Yeah, it's not just fucking Julie Newmar strutting around, flying around with penguins Ooh. all the time. <laughs> oh, let's go take care of these children, and then we're going to go over there and take care of these children. Okay. It's not all that, man. Well, although, look- although I do love, I still every now and again, um. You know, the name Borgia yeah. comes up. Like, I've seen it. No, no lie. At the at the courthouse, there is a traffic file where with a person's name on it with the name Borgia. Huh. And uh, every time I see that or hear it, I'm like, ah, the Borgia family curse and, the you know, the Borgia ring. Um, so Shaggy Dog, good. Robocop, just much better growing uh, up. Sorry. I got way off kilt there. Uh, thing with Kill Bill, he, she has a list. Brian has a list. And it's people that she plans to, that mm. she has to kill for revenge and shit. Yeah. So she's walking off all the people she kills and shit. See, I know what it's about. But I just had no interest. She's supposed to kill Bill with this five-point death palm technique that explodes your heart. Mm-hmm. And they kept making reference to Pame as a dude that's supposed to that he never. He was the only person that ever perfected it. So she does the shit on him. And he walks like five steps and he's supposed to collapse and dies. But she never walks him off the list. So Bill was never dead. So... That was the prospect of doing a Kill Bill 3, but Keith David Carradine actually is dead in real life. So, Oh, well. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Let's hear it. Another nut job thing. That, uh, what, it was all in Cameron's head? Yep. But then how do you explain the narrating with fucking Ferris and the whole town is save Ferris? How do you explain you know another, that then? Another, another movie that's like the identity. Oh, because wait, many different was that the John Cusack movie? Yeah, yeah, but that was done. That was a decent movie done but from did, an actual psychological, not like type of murder thing. But dude, think about that it. was this decent. Was, this was 1986. You think people really had the ability to say, "Yo, we're gonna sit here and talk about fucking mental"? Disease. No, I'm saying this is the stupid bullshit that people like to perpetuate out there. Is that, was I saying that word right? Perpetuate. Um, no, it's just okay. It was okay. So it was all in Cameron's head. But. Uh, Let's just, is it practical? I'm not saying that it's this is not. Like, it's not. They're basing this solely on the fact that why would him and Ferris be best friends? Like, Ferris has everything that he does, and Ferris has a girlfriend. Ferris is actually cool. They grew up together. They grew up together. They were best friends. That's, it's always been them. And it's, it's like the last year before they go to fucking isn't college. How an imaginary friend works? No. It doesn't. Ted, motherfucker. No, <laughs> motherfucker, Ted. Well, even though he's kind of, he's actually alive. Actually. He was alive, exactly. He he's was alive a fucking live. There, fuck. He was alive. Hoisted on my own batard. I'm just saying I'm that not- idea is stupid, considering the amount that everybody in this fucking town knows about fucking Ferris Bueller. Plus, they never alluded to it. But this is all. But it's all to the, the POV of who's telling the story and shit. So yes, and the POV from that movie is Ferris Bueller. Let, let me finish. Let's say we resurrect fucking... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we resurrect the director. He's like, this is what I was going for. It's all Cameron. It's always been Cameron. See. <laughs> people wait. People just... People sit and wait until a visionary like fucking John Hughes yes. dies... So they can't refute, because he would, like, think of where we are with technology now, how easy it is to put something on YouTube. Yeah, wrong. (laughs) Even if he was, like, 78, he, you're you're wrong for so many reasons. Uh, I just made a movie (laughs) about a teenager who doesn't take life seriously enough, and, you know, that's how he's going to succeed in life, because he's a go-getter. Well, quick question. You you fucking people. Did you see, like, you've seen the film. I've seen it recently. Do you see that, like, where are they connected other than them being friends for as long as you're saying? It's like, what overlap? Like, me and you, we're friends. We're different mm-hmm. guys. But there's certain things that Venn diagram up. Yeah. Whereas with them, I really wasn't seeing much in the storytelling that said, yo, other Yeah, than- but that's because they were in two different points of their life when they were teenagers. Cameron's over here pretty much, uh... He's he's hypochond- he's out. a hypochondriac, yeah. and Ferris Bueller's the easy go in, do whatever. I got the hottest girl in school. I'm going to cut school the whole time. Boom! I'm going to graduate. All this nonsense. I'm free and easy. Cameron is Cameron wanted. needs help. And really, if you think about it, the the movie 
really part of the movie was really about Ferris trying to get Cameron to snap out of the funk he was in. Like, that's why towards the end of the movie, he came around and actually started enjoying... Like, the whole thing, after the fucking car goes through the garage and into the woods... Which is strong. Which I always thought was weird. Like, why would you... Not, it went through the window. It was like, up. Why, why yeah. was it up? Yeah. Like, why is... Why couldn't there be some sort of brace? Like, well, it's the 80s. People aren't thinking. And Everything I is unsafe. Go, we need to do a parade through Chicago. Do we need... No. Twisted shout, motherfucker. We're going to get murdered in Chicago. I'm not going to not Chirac for anything North other side, than a pizza. Where the beautiful white people are at. We're talking Cubs. Then we're just gonna get the cops called on us and get arrested. You're white. Doesn't matter. You're I'll still Italian. get arrested because I'm with a black man. An Italian beef sandwich. There you Come go. on, man. Just saying it'll work. North side, no south side. No, this is exactly what that, that's the type of situation that uh, Dave Chappelle exactly like exactly what he talked about. Where it's like you know you need a white guy in your group. You're like, oh, go handle this, so I can just go talk to him like I'm some sort of credible white guy lawyer type. Like it's all right, guys. We're just filming and having some fun to do yeah. this thing. Do that, a little you know, heroin, you know? Who doesn't? These guys are really up and comers, and we were. We, <laughs> I believe in it so much that they even put me in it. I actually represent them. You sound like pull Chris in the long con. You sound like Chris Elliott from CB4. <laughs> um, two last ones and we will wrap up on this piece uh, in Pulp Fiction again the suitcase is Marcellus Wally's soul okay that's why you never see the gold the gold fucking light that comes out of yeah, it yeah whatever but that kind of that, yeah that could give that could be fine I mean you gotta gimp fucking people in that movie so you got you got fucking Samuel L. Jackson just being Samuel L. Jackson that movie could have a whole a whole other side to it so whatever Bring some pipe swinging niggas over here. I don't get medieval <laughs> on your ass. He had that big ass pimple on his neck. <laughs> and um, this is kind of an obvious, a very obvious one. Um, the James Bond fucking mythos and shit. Like James Bond really wasn't one agent. It was just a code name for groups of agents and shit. That's why they all looked very different. I mean, yeah. Quite frankly, it, well, see, I mean. Sure, go for that if you want to, but when, you know, the reality is it's a bunch of people going, all right, we need a new Bond, let's get a new guy in here. Yeah, but all They of never it- touched on that, and they could. They could easily yeah. touch on that. They could say they could set it up simply in not even five minutes to say 007 has always been the, like, that, that is the uh, top rank that they give to one agent, you know, within, and... Uh, the only reason I give that's it. They that could do it of, like that. The only but, reason I yeah, give whatever. that one a little validity, more so, is because uh, like looking at Daniel Craig, and I, and I think this theory came up because specifically Daniel Craig, all of the bonds before him, dark haired, kind of tall, yeah, and Craig is maybe a little shorter. He's about maybe Rudy's height, and he's blonde. So right there, that's yeah. like even it even goes against how he's described in the book. They could have easily got someone. They could have got you, Dan. They could have said, you know what? Throw in a Cockney accent. You could be the North End. Fucking oh, guy. take my martini, shake it, not stirred. Thank you. <laughs> Oi. Hello, octopusy. <laughs> Let me roger you in the dingo. Wait, that's Australian. <laughs> in the dingo. <laughs> so that's all of my shit. You go ahead and hit yours. Well, I, we started to talk about the American dad porn, and I didn't get to finish. Beaten off. Because the important thing was, yes, I did beat off. Yes, there was a script. But the best acting in the whole thing, and it was the only porn scene you got, yeah. was um, Roger, the alien. I that's what he said that Benedict Cumberbatch looked like. Yeah, dude, it just it was funny because it's like clearly a guy in a suit. The face is fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. It's oh, but his acting is on point, Stan. Like his acting, and he commits the entire f- even when he's fucking the girl. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, this is how you pay daddy. Like he is in character the entire time, and it is hilarious. I it, I mean I definitely enjoyed it. Uh. It's not that bad, but I was kind of hoping for something involving, uh, what's the wife's name? Oh, fucking chick. I can't remember her name. I don't remember her the name. The mother. Yeah. I wanted to see something with the mother. But, uh, you know, just getting Roger, the, the so, commitment of the actor was, because uh, everybody else was kind of terrible, except for the guy playing Roger. So Roger was Rogering? Yes, he was, I mean, that dude was on point with that fucking character. How did... I'm looking at a porn site right now, and I'm looking at... 
Arella Ferrera. She's fucking very hot, but she has a very strong bush going on. I can't. That's what's up. I want to see. It is too strong. Yo, that's too strong for you. I've seen very way strong. worse than that, man. You think that's bad? That's, I, don't, I don't like hair, dude. That's a walk in the park, son. Well, you're... That's nothing. You don't have to do... You don't even have to separate shit to find shit. You don't got to bury your face through, you know, thickets and brambles. Well, that... That's nothing. It's like, <laughs> yep, there's the vagina. I see it. I just don't like hair, but if I were to deal with hair, that would be the... Kind of situation. Yeah, that would be the situation that you'd be okay with. Because it's essentially the fucking me. I'm just I'm I'm let She's got down. A handlebar mustache on her vag. <laughs> you know, it's a devil's. What is that? You know, a devil beard. Yeah, she has. A, yeah, she has the fucking um, the fu manchu. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She has the azazel on her vulva. The azazel. Yeah. Oh lord. It's a, good, it's a strong reference. Um. Speaking of comics. Well, yeah, speaking of comics, uh, I'm going to start doing something the new for the MTR. The you really are, buddy. <laughs> your segues are on point. But no, I'm going to start writing some stuff for the site, uh, kind of centric towards you know comics and stuff. I feel like I've been away from the community at large for a little bit. Um, Lord knows that I can't, uh, you know... Well, I'll have to find somewhere to go next to FCBD. <laughs> I, I guess I have been exiled without being told I've been exiled. You should call something called sexiled. You get kicked out and then you just got I fucked. banish you to the island of fuckery. You get kicked out and you gotta fuck your way back. That's a porn right there. Write it. Uh, See, nah. part of it is you're a little I need finicky a porn with, with a monster. Writing, huh? You're finicky with your writing, dude. I'm finicky because I don't like being typical and I don't like sounding like a tool you know like i don't want to you know i i try to only put so much quippish you know creative writing into something without it being overbearing you're kind of quippy but that's with like articles and journalism like i've never been a a good journalist because i always interject too much of i do too much of the op-ed that just goes all over the place because of whatever with with the stuff I want to do for the site though, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want it. I don't. I'm gonna try my best not to interject too much of my op edness, okay. unless it is an op ed piece. I guess. I gotta call it a cock ed piece. I kind of gotta. I guess it I gotta get my, my chops up a little bit. But uh, you know, gonna start doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else comic related? Oh, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, the guy who did uh, Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. uh, and Lost at Sea for all of those. Uh, Long haul fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he released his new book called Seconds. Yeah, I know, right? Wearing your shirt right now. That's great. I thought that was so great when I walked in the future Evil X shirt. Yeah. But uh, he released his new book, Seconds. I finished it in two nights only because I had fucking homework and other bullshit I had to take care of. It's good. I definitely uh, dig it. Um, not to give too much away, but it's about a girl who. Uh, she ha- she owns a restaurant, yeah. and it's like a few years after owning it with a bunch of pitfalls and shit that happen, and there she finds a way to uh, right the mistakes that have already happened. Like It involves some spirits and some crazy stuff. Like I said, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. I will say this, though. There is... Uh, well, oh, God... Do I want to? Do I want to? Because it was do I being. Well, see, away? being such a hardcore, like I loved Scott Pilgrim. Um, it, it's it, it's like well, I already said it. There is a nod to Scott Pilgrim more than once. I won't say how many times, but it's it's just it's. I the first time it happened, I yelled like Mordecai and Rigby. I was like, oh! <laughs> and then the second time it happened, I screamed in laughter. And then the third time it happened, I was like. Ah, I, I, I couldn't handle myself because I had, and see, talking about theories about movies, I've got a theory about this book. Go on, let's hear it. The main character's name is Katie. Uh-huh. And oh, Katie. Now, because I thought about it from both I, ends of I the fence. I know Katie. You can shut your fucking mouth right now. <laughs> oh, okay. But no, I, um, I looked at it from both sides of the fence because with my first read through, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, could... Scott Pilgrim, all of it, all of Scott Pilgrim, could that have just been a figment 
of Katie's imagination. Or, or, because you could easily, Brian Lee O'Malley. You sound like me five minutes ago. Well, that's you. what I'm saying. I'm not giving anything away. I'm not. You're not giving any credence. Not to giving it. any credence to it. This You're is just. This advocate. is this is the moment I had when I got to the because I, I started rereading it last night. Okay. Um, and uh, like when I got to the first nod, I was like, "Holy shit!" Could that have all? I, I it was like a whoa moment. I was like, "Could Scott Pilgrim have just <laughs> you all it to been?" Yeah, exactly, dude. Whoa. whoa. Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> what's what's going on with you, bro? No, um, when I got <laughs> to the first stupid. the first moment, uh-huh. I was like, you know, could could that all be in Katie's imagination? And then I was like, no, it could have just been some people that she saw around town. Because let's face it, it's Canada. You know, that's the one thing I do enjoy about uh, Brian Lee O'Malley is that he always puts he interjects his hometown pretty much into. Everything he writes. That's kind of one of the things we talk about. I can't remember the setting of uh, Lost at Sea because that does turn into a road trip. But like it's kind of what we were talking about if we actually do that, do any of those projects. We've been talking like everything is Baltimore centric. Everything is. I mean, I I feel like every town Maryland. Yeah, before you can just go and say I'm gonna. This is a movie, you know, like you base all sorts of shit based out of New York. Every fucking thing, every everything fucking happens in New York. Frankly, how New York is still standing after all these fictitious, monumental, crazy nonsense that's happening in New York. um, Avengers. Yeah, exactly. Like the Marvel universe alone has destroyed New York eighty million times over. See, I wanted to. But do, it is. It's really like. I mean, it's where a, you come from. We should do Attack of Toronto. We should just do a disaster movie in Toronto. Dude, I would love You've to go to Toronto. You've never seen it. Let's just do it. It's a ten-hour. I want to, dude. dude. Yo, what was it? I came up with it earlier. Little, still, still, little stony. So I can't remember. It's like eat, pray, love. What was it? Bangers, drinks, and something. Yeah, footy, footy, uh, footy, footy, bangers. No, footy, footy, drinks, footy and drinks and bangers. We can do like although it's Toronto, so it's got to be um, poutine hockey. Ha- yeah, um, <laughs> poutine hockey and Hortons. Thank you. I I was gonna say Hortons has to be in there. Okay, check it. We have to, spe- to go with a specific day. I'm being dead serious here. It's a fucking ten hour ride from White Marsh on a bus. You pop an Ambien. You sleep the whole way because it happens at night. By the time you wake up, you're in Can- Canadian. We could. I mean, we could take a bus, but we could just drive there. That's a work day plus two overtime hours. We can make a couple stops. I'm pretty sure my car is solid is, is solid enough to get us to Toronto. Then let's do this. Show. I'm thinking because of TripAdvisor Toronto. I've researched this a few times. We're shit. staying somewhere nice. We're gonna stalk Dead Mouse. We might even, no, we're going to find the Tim Hortons that he goes to and we're just going to post up one day. This is going to be more than just a night and a day trip. We, we got a plan. To find, this is a plan. We have to find a drug dealer there to start meeting people. Because, <laughs> like, the weed they are here. I mean, do they have medical marijuana yet? Yes. Do they have rules about licensed people or non-licensed people? Then we can just go to a shop. They, they said that if you bring shit, it's like bringing sand to the beach. Yeah. We can we can bring a shop. We can just go to a shop and just pay the extra. I don't care. We have to make this happen because I, I know I'm going back to we'll New Orleans. We'll plan this. I'm going back to New Orleans in January. We're gonna plan this. We'll plan it. Let's plan this to be. This will be the MTR Spring Break Adventure. MTR abroad. Ooh, I like it. On abroad. Like <laughs> Robin Danner gangbanging a chick. Oh God. <laughs> the pussy hanging up. Tim, <laughs> Tim Hotens. Yeah. You go to the, the Peelers. I'm just saying, like that, we should plan that to go more so in the summer, so that it's not triple fucking cold. Like if we go in the winter, we're just gonna meet. I'm sure it's always cold up there, but at least spring. in the summer, spring. yeah, spring. Do the spring break. Let's thing. do spring break because then that maybe the weather might be nice. We'll we'll fucking I'm get some weather advisories. Committing it to paper. Uh, yeah, we need to. Feel, we'll we'll trip advisor a place April. to stay in a very non uh, crime related area. Uh, I don't know about 420. I don't know about spending spring break 420. That's two separate holidays. I like to keep my holidays. But it's in it's in it's in spring. Well, I, uh, hmm. April 2015. That's we just put it dead. Let's put yeah, April May 2015. We'll do it before summer. Sometime around there. See, I'm thinking I'm thinking April because it's going to be close to the spring break. Maybe by the fall pull some young trim. 
Because you're there, you're not. Like I'm saying, we got TripAdvisor this thing. I want to stay somewhere nice and not worry about getting, you know, murdered. Well, we won't get murdered. I'm a big guy. Well, I mean, we're just going to go in two. We're not going to leave each other's side unless it's like. Sock on the door. Get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just go down to the lounge. That's the brilliance of TripAdvisor. I'll just, you know, go down and have a drink at the bar. We don't come back up like fucking uh, Jack. Any further? Be good. Any further? Well, no, you know, just talking about Brian Lee O'Malley. He's awesome and wonderful, and he wrote another good book. I would definitely suggest reading it. Uh, any other comic related stuff? Well, okay. Um, well, the first piece that uh, I'm posting to the site, yeah. uh, is about Death of Wolverine. It's just kind of you know, I just took the first update type of type of road with the writing. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of information about that. It'll be coming soon. Sounds phenomenal. Making moves like you never have before. Making moves, making moves, making million dollar moves. What are you doing out there? Snack. <laughs> Goobers, oh, you chose poorly. I raised that yesterday. Oh, you chose even worse yesterday. I don't like black balls in my mouth, Goober. Yeah, sure, I'm sure you do. You like the uh, Whoppers, don't you? Oh, you're a character. Am I? Yes, you are. So, before Dan and I start berating each other, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. Yeah, man. Uh, for Rob Lee. Dandy. And my box of goobers that I'm struggling to open. Open, you son of a bitch. Uh, this was the Robcast. Watkins out.